Welcome to the Allied Advantage, brought to you by Allied Nutrition. Our mission is to provide quality products, consistently made and delivered with the superior customer service and integrity that you desire and deserve. Tag along with your hosts, Ralston Rip and Jefferson Keller, as we gain knowledge, visit with industry experts from across the Midwest, and continue to share your stories. We are here to be your partner in production and success. The Allied Advantage. Welcome back to the Allied Advantage. We are excited to officially have the Pro Form Edition and really excited. You know, Jefferson, before we dive any deeper, we should maybe just talk about what is Pro Form? Like, why is this a different episode? Why is it going to be maybe catered to more youth or more of our juniors involved? Um, what is Pro Form? It's a great question, Ralston, and one that I would say if you've had much exposure to Allied Nutrition or this brand, you're hopefully familiar with. The structure of Allied Nutrition is Allied is the overarching independent feed company. Within that, we have a few different lines, Proform being our show feed line. Uh, We've done a great job uh, and worked really hard over the past two, three years, two, three, four years even, of developing a line of show feeds across all species that will help uh, and, and really be catered towards juniors and 4-H and FFA members with their projects. That is the Proform line is our show feed line that is owned by Allied Nutrition, kind of a subsidiary, I guess, if you kind of want to put it like that. But something that we use to differentiate those products. Uh, you know, if you've seen our bags, they're a little bit brighter, a little bit flashier, a little more fun. Um, it's got its own logo and whatnot, but, uh, really trying to set ourselves apart in that space, because like I said, we've worked awfully hard and had a really good string of success the last few years, uh, with our, our product lineup. And we're continuing to work on that and add to it every day, right. To make sure we've got the products you guys need to be successful. Yeah. Super exciting. It's kind of like the wild side, a little bit of the allied, allied nutrition, the pro form and, um, we are excited through the Allied Advantage to have these pro form edition episodes to really, you know, talk about it's sales season right now. We just wrapped up show season. We're rolling into sales season. We want to really target, um, you know, the youth that are showing any tips, any tricks, really highlight our customers that are having success with their sale cattle and they're just their breeding programs even. So before we kind of dive into that too, I think Jefferson, Let's just chat about, you know, why why are we maybe qualified to talk about this or what's our experience look like or maybe why are we not qualified to talk about this too? Or <laughs> Our qualification is probably something that's up for debate depending on who you ask, yeah, I would exactly. say. But uh, uh, no, actually our kind of relationship and friendship goes back a lot of years, right? Mm-hmm. We grew up uh, competing and showing against each other, uh, predominantly Hereford cattle, you know, also judging at judging contests yeah. i remember a lot of years down at uh, was it bladen they'd have their yep. little day camp and i was always battling it out with the rip sisters <laughs> yeah. um but no a lot of years um got to know each other throughout showing kind of came up through that and it's something that we're both very passionate about mm-hmm. right i mean we're both still involved even though we're too old to show yeah. in 4-h FFA or junior shows but we're both actively raising cattle Uh, helping juniors and trying to get calves in good families homes and work with them to be successful Um, and something that is one of my favorite parts of the job and I think as a company we've done a good job of you know working with youth to try to give them as many opportunities as we can here over the last two years as well so 
Yeah, like I said, we've known each other a long time, and I guess for me personally, on the backside of it, at one point or another, I did show all four species of livestock, uh, predominantly cattle and hogs, but there were a few years in there where we tried some sheep and goats, just to say we did. But it really built a good network um, throughout the country. I mean, both of us judged at the University of Nebraska-Lincoln. I coached there for a few years, and we've both got connections all over the place, regardless mm-hmm. of species, right? And I know that I tap into them a lot. I get questions pretty regularly on some things that I will admit that I'm not an expert on. Yeah. Uh, but I can tell you I know who to call, right? Mm-hmm. So we're going to track them down for you do our best to give you the right answers and that's what i think the pro form episodes throughout the odd advantage are going to kind of be about right we want to give you the tips and tricks and tools to be successful Uh, we want to highlight those successes along the way and highlight some of our customers even on the backside like you said breeders that are getting ready to sell cattle or come next spring will be selling show pigs or lamb prospects or goat prospects Mm -hmm. and highlight them as too because you know they believe in us and We want to make sure that we give back to them the best we can. Yeah, exactly. I think growing up, we just came off of State Fair in Exarbon, and there was a lot of parents talking about the debate of having their kids miss school or, you know, schools not being a little more stingy on letting kids miss class. And I can tell you, you know, the kind of the common slang or the common metaphor of you learn more out of the classroom than you do in the classroom. I think I definitely be, am the person I am today because of time in the barn, time in the show ring, time at livestock shows, just getting to make those connect- connections, meet other individuals involved in the industry, um, and really just, you know, make the bestest of friends in a really well environment, learning, you know, hard work, dedication, time management, decision making, um, as well as, you know, practice makes perfect. Showmanship's not one at the show, it's one back home in the barn. And so I grew up showing since I was eight years old. Um, a Hereford steer, predominantly Herefords, but we had quite a few club calves or different breeds in our barn too. And now it's kind of the, the base of our cow herd, a little, a pretty colorful, let's just say. But really a great kind of foundation of just even learned, learning to public speak. And you mentioned livestock judging and I'm very passionate about livestock judging. Um, I had the pleasure of serving on the National Junior Hereford Board and really kind of that judging contest took it under my wing because it's something that I love. And I think that every junior, every showman should understand livestock judging because every time you walk in that ring, you know, yeah, I want to know what the judge is talking about or why they're making the decisions they're making. And so that's kind of another tool besides just showing, but really understanding Um, that activity in that competitive environment. You hit on a couple of things there that really resonate with me. The first being just the lesson learned, right? You know, when I was growing up, I was like a lot of small town kids involved in everything, Mm -hmm. right? Band, choir, sports, all three seasons, baseball in the summer. I mean, it never ends. Student council, right? I mean, there's a lot of things that split up time and I'd say it's getting worse for these kids, right? for sure. But I would go out and say that there is no program better Mm. at developing people than the youth livestock industry, right? There's nothing out there that is going to teach you the same things that you learn in the barn, learn of the show, and you hit on the friendships, right? Mm. I mean, like I said, we've known each other for a long time. I've known your sister. I mean, she's one of my best friends in the world. Uh, We went to college together. We're on the same judging team in Lincoln. I was in their wedding here. Oh year or so ago ago. I don't know how long (laughs) old times run together but those are the things that you really get out from this and I would say that 
the friendship piece is something now that I'm on this side of it mm-hmm. is like a double-edged sword for me because when I go to shows now, it's not me showing. Yeah. I'm going to help people, yeah. right? Help kids and their families. And it's really fun seeing them run around the barns with their buddies oh, and yeah. build that relationship. But at the same time now, when it's go time, I'm like, where are they at? You know, I want to like, it's, we need to get focused here a little bit. Yeah. So it's kind of a, a joke that it's a double-edged sword now, but yeah. something that I think is really, really awesome. And the last thing I wanted to hit on there that you covered was the judging piece, yeah. how it pertains to at a show. Something that I do when I'm judging shows in showmanship, which I'll be the first to admit, I don't think is a quiz bowl. Yeah. Right. I do not think that that's the time and place to grill you with questions. I think it is about how you present your cattle or your hogs or whatever you're showing. But I do like to have some kind of interaction. Mm-hmm. And pr- typically in my seniors, if it's really tough, especially, I'll do something a little different. I will have my ring steward go grab the first calf in the lineup and have the exhibitor come out to the middle of the ring and meet me. And I ask them, I want them to pick any calf in the lineup other than their own or their siblings, if one's out there, and describe them to me. Right? What do you like? What don't you like? And I don't need a five or ten minute dissertation, but it's very easy to have a canned answer. What do you like about your steer? Well, hopefully, if you've been at shows, you know what the judges said. Yeah. That's very simple. Or you know what mom and dad said. To me, showmanship is about finding good stock people. Yeah. And... I don't place a ton of emphasis on that, but it's just interesting to hear how those kids go about answering that. It's something fun. It's something different. And maybe something to me that if I've got two that I think are neck and neck heat, that could be what splits them. Not something that's going to take you from first to fifth or vice versa, but just something a little different, a little bit more fun and kind of interactive. So Uh, I do think that judging is really relevant. And hopefully these kids, as they start to mature and and get older, are having and playing a big role in selecting what they're going to show, too. Yeah. No, I think that is an awesome segue to a really relevant time with picking out new calves. You know, we're going to kind of later on in this episode, we're going to kind of debrief the exciting things that have been happening. But since we're kind of talking about on the topic of judging or selecting animals, um, And just, you know, how important of a role those projects can play in building young people. I think it's important to talk about as we're going out to sales, you know, take advantage of, I'm going to hit on the relationship piece a little bit, but take advantage of going to sales and going to look at cattle and, you know, making those connections with different breeders or um, even different families looking to. I know it was fun. I had an intern with me this summer who's coming on full time. She was having a lot of fun talking about the crew she shows with and how there's a really competitive vibe. But then, you know, at the end of the day, they're all still great friends. And so I think as you're going out, you're selecting cattle, you know, remember to be competitive, but also, you know, be supportive and take advantage of saying hi to maybe the other junior in the pen or the other families that are out looking too, because not only could they be your competitive competitors, but they could be your coworkers someday. Um, or maybe they're your next great friend or your next good mentor too. And while you're not only looking at the making connections and shaking hands with people, but um, as you're looking at stock too, I think it's important to maybe let's hit on a few key things as you're out here looking at these sales, what you should be looking for. Um, Jefferson and I both talked about, you know, we showed Herefords, so we had kind of a select goal when we went out looking for cattle, but, you know, being in 
informed and educated about the breed you're out there looking for is pretty important. Absolutely. And that's one thing that here over the past two summers, we've hosted eight camps or clinics, nine even, I guess, if you count state fair, um, is one thing that I hit on every time and make sure uh, hopefully people have a good grasp on is, you know, before you go to shop, Mm -hmm. let's set some expectations or goals. Is your goal to not be last in class at your county fair? Or is your goal to win the Nebraska State Fair? Yep. Or anywhere in between, right? We work with customers that fall clear across that gamut. Yeah. That's number one, okay? Number two is have a good grasp on what your budget is, right? That's going to save you a lot of hours on and probably also save you some heartache of looking at stuff yeah. that is just not going to be an option. And trust me. I've looked at a lot of those. <laughs> uh, I wish that I had a, a bigger checkbook than I do and could go out and buy anyone that I like, but that's not the reality. Yeah. And third is the goal piece yeah. of, you know, what is your target? Is it your county fair the first week of July? Or is it Exarbon the third week of September? Yeah. And then take all those pieces, and you're going to have a pretty good idea on, you know – Age of calf you're going to need to be looking at, weight, right? If you're shooting for the first week of July, probably buying a 500-pounder right now is going to be a little tougher, yeah. right? You're going to need to look at bigger cattle. Maybe they're born earlier, and, and you're not going to have to just absolutely pour the coals to them. Vice versa, if you're shooting for Exarbon or Kansas City, yeah. you're not going to want one that's weighing 900 right now, right? Or it's going to be a hold game a lot of the year. So I think those are all very important pieces before you ever go and step on somebody's place or before you hit on one of the online sale platforms to start looking is get a grasp on really what you're after. Uh, And we get a lot of questions about the breed character if it matters. I'm going to tell you no. I don't think everybody would. Uh, I think that, you know, that's very much personal preference. Um, The thing I like about a lot of these shows have opened it up to splitting them by breed is that it offers opportunities to people to maybe get a division win. That if they were all just thrown together, maybe would never happen. Um, And then I think at the end of the day, if you're showing heifers and that you're going to turn into cows, that's where the breed is very much preference. Like, what kind of cattle do you like to raise or you do want to raise? Like Ralston said, they have a lot of different breeds mm-hmm. when i was shown we showed a little bit of everything we've gone strictly hereford now mm-hmm. our cow base but at one point or another we had mains keys angus you know a little bit of everything running around so there's a lot of things to consider as far as what is going to be the ideal prospect when you go to start shopping and it's can be overwhelming trust me uh, working with some of these families to find calves for them is not an easy task. I mean, some of these online sales here over the past few weeks have been nuts, right? Uh, and what stuff is bringing and how high things are getting, but and a lot of them. Yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of the different other, platforms. Last Thursday, there was like 16 sales on yeah. Show Circuit. Yeah. How do you sort through them? I and a couple of them had 100 head. Yeah. Right. I mean, and that's one platform. Yes, yeah. exactly. And not getting lost in the sea of options and trying to have some kind of idea and focus before you start looking, I think is going to set you up for success on that shopping trip. And I think it's even more important, which you hit on is to get out and see them in person. If Mm -hmm. you can, I know that a lot of these photographers are doing a good job of getting quality pictures, getting honest videos of them, but it's still not anywhere close to as good as laying eyes on them, Mm -hmm. 
yourself. If you can't, make phone calls. Yep. Right? Call the seller. Call the sales rep because 90% of the time they've been through those cattle. Mm -hmm. You know, and like that's one thing about if people call me and ask about our stuff, I'm going to give you an honest opinion because as a seller, I don't want to misrepresent them. So yep. if you happen to get something bought and it gets home on a truck and the first time you see it, it's not what was described, right? That's no good for either of us. Yeah. And I'd say majority of people are going to be very much yeah. like that, mm -hmm. right? Make sure you're doing your homework, making calls. And that's where building that relationship like you talked about with the sellers as well, because yeah. they want to make sure that you have a good experience and your success is also success for them, right? Yeah, no, exactly. A lot of good points. I mean, personally, I've we've had some very successful stories and maybe some horror stories buying online and you just don't know, right? So that's definitely, if you can't make it out there before the sale, that's where the connection piece comes in and being able to call a trusted source or just even be like, hey, if you know someone in the area, you know, have them go look at them or really build those trustworthy relationships to have it because majority of sales are online right now. And I'd be the first person to say is I'd rather go to a sale in person and sit there and raise my hand and bid and buy one. And those are kind of few, far and few between, but um, definitely kudos to those breeders who are having those in-person sales or hosting a big open house weekend too, you know, making an event of it and welcoming people out to come see them, I think is huge because photo and video are quite well done anymore, but nothing's quite like seeing them with your own eyes. Absolutely. I'm very much the same way. Like we host an online sale. I'm not a fan. Yeah. Right. Like <laughs> When I was starting showing, everybody had live sales yeah. still. And, yep. you know, like there's nothing that gets your blood pumping. Then yep. when your top pick walks in that auction yep. ring and, you know, I'm jabbing my dad in the ribs with my elbow. Yep. Hey, bid again, bid again, <laughs> yeah. you know. Shake your head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, like there's nothing like that. And I think yep. just the com camaraderie. Yeah. Um, st being Stuff being sold online and just getting on a truck to head to you. Like, yeah. There's something to be said about the handshake and thank you that goes along with it. I think that's what this business was built on. Yeah. And as much as I understand the need for online sales, just because, mm -hmm. I mean, there's cattle all over this country yeah. and not everybody can get out and look at them. That is a piece that's missing yeah. In my opinion, at least that I that I miss. Yeah, no, for sure. And it's kind of funny because I will be the first to say the best year we ever bought came sight unseen. And we are fortunate that we had kind of formed a relationship with that breeder and we were able to call him. And I think we didn't even have service that day. So we had to go park on top of a hill that night. And my mom and I came back and we had bid one more time and got him kind of thing. But it was definitely a risk and on a whim. So yeah, definitely lots of lots of handshakes and eye contact that is worth a lot is worth a lot but I think that takes us into a, kind of a great point of you know make your goal get your goal set before you're walking on guys places this sale season or before you're pressing bid and make sure you know kind of what you're going after and then I think with that not only are we in sale season but we're also kind of in the end of show season for these big market animals or these big breads um, we're kind of headed into that fall run of these big majors we just kind of wrapped up Exarban Stock Show here in Nebraska, um, as well as the Nebraska State Fair. So, Jefferson, maybe let's talk about some. We've had quite a bit of success this this show season with um, our A show team, as well as just with kind of the new Allied Nutrition launch. Maybe let's just briefly kind of let's recap the big last 30 days that we've had it has been a crazy 30 days for yeah. sure starting out there at state fair uh, where that first friday 
yeah. was a big day for us, right? Yeah. Really getting the fair kicked off with a bang. Uh, we hosted a boot camp in the show ring. There was about 30 kids yeah. that came and took part in it. Uh, we split out by species cattle, sheep, and goats. Uh, we did have one hog, too. Yep. <laughs> uh, and had some experts come in. Uh, we covered daily care, mm-hmm. a little bit about nutrition, and then some showmanship practice tips and tricks and then briefly covered some pieces about fitting their animals and then wrapped up with some stock show olympics games where kids got paired or teamed up and uh, had to do some relay races and it was a lot of fun i think we started out with a shy group but by (laughs) the end of it they were hooting and hollering and getting after it so that was the first friday afternoon and then when we went straight into our launch party there in the arena loft that night um which was our kind of official rollout of the allied nutrition brand and that's something we've been working on for a long long time uh so it was really fun to get to lay that out there uh and have 100 or so people come yeah. and take part in it and hear about our story why we're doing what we're doing you know enjoy some hors d'oeuvres and some refreshments and just have that camaraderie and you know be able to sit around a table and see what how everybody's doing and uh, something that was really fun for me that's something that we've done as far as having an event like that every state fair uh, since we were kind of the official feed store there and uh, this was by far our best turnout so it was a good good night there then throughout the rest of the state fair as far as our team goes is we had our feed store there as the official uh, exclusive feed store on the grounds, um, which is a great, was it 11 days? Yeah. Uh, it's a long stretch. <laughs> it takes a lot of people. Uh, it's a lot of hours. But we really do enjoy being there, having that presence uh, on the west side of the barns, uh, getting to visit with you guys, both our customers and non-customers alike, to talk about our products and you know hear what's working for you guys, uh, hear a little bit about what you're going through and what you've seen because uh, it's a learning experience for us, yep. right? Uh, and that's one thing that I'd say in this business is that never ends. Yep. Um, there's always new things that are coming out that can be added or, or done differently to get the next little edge. And then the other highlight for us is watching our customers in the show ring, yep. right? And we had some great success, and it's really fun for us to see these kids' hard work paid off. You know, a lot of those kids had been through one of our clinics or our Mm -hmm. camp so seeing them use the tools and the information we shared with them and actually put it into practice in the ring is fun to see uh, just their growth since they were at that camp and maybe had never shown before right to where they've gotten to now and then uh, the last piece that's really exciting for us at state fair is to watch you know our customers having success um you know in the breeding and market rings we saw a lot of it throughout the fair and um, you know, on the 4-H weekend, we had a, a few different breed wins. Uh, we had third overall market steer as part of our A-team. Even throughout the open shows, we saw a lot of success for our customers uh, and then really finished strong on the FFA side, right? Winning some breeding heifer divisions. Uh, I know that our hog customers had a great weekend as well there. So it's one of the really fun things for us is to see all these guys' hard work and work pay off. And, you know, it's something that as a team, we take a lot of pride in. Yeah, exactly. I think I'm going to pull a few points, just even talking about growth and kind of the education part throughout our kind of our pro form team or our cattle camps and our clinics and our livestock showmanship, clipping, fitting, daily care camps that we've had. And that state fair one, it was pretty cool to see. It was the first year we had done it and pulling from all the species. And it wasn't even 
you know, they were juniors that we met for the first time and families that it might have been their first years at State Fair or even some of their last years at State Fair. And that group of kiddos, when they came in the ring, there were some of them that their parents had to make them come. And then we had an older group that they were really excited. It was their first or second time at State Fair, and they wanted to get as much as they could out of it. And by the time we started, we did some icebreakers, got them chatting, did some educational sessions, and then really came back with that Olympics. And it was pretty awesome to see kind of those older, more experienced juniors really take a leadership role. You know, they they didn't know any of the people they were in. We kind of split up friends, and they really took those those younger juniors under their wing and just helped them have fun and helped them grow. And by the end of it, we had, you know, the juniors that you had to pull words out of, by the end of it, they were the ones that wouldn't stop talking. And they were thanking you, and they said, you know, this was this was really fun, and I got a lot out of it. And inviting those families up to be with us that evening to, to have some more d'oeuvres, to learn more about our official launch as Allied Nutrition, it was pretty special. Pretty special, pretty rewarding. And just continuing to see those kids throughout the week fill out our state fair bingo, come back and just tell us how they did. You know, I had a class winner. I was fourth in class. I made it to showmanship finals. That was really rewarding and really exciting for just allowing our team to be a part of their success was huge and something that I know personally I'm really grateful for and something that our entire allied nutrition, our pro form team is really excited to have the opportunity to be a part of. I think this is a great time to go ahead and introduce our guests for this uh, episode. Uh, since we just finished up our own kind of personal recaps of Nebraska State Fair, and this week we're excited to have on with us uh, Vaughn Sievers from the Nebraska State Fair. He is their agriculture director, so plays a large role in state fair and exorbitant activities on the livestock and equine side of things. We've got a great relationship with him. Uh, We work with him very closely when it comes to the feed store. So uh, excited to have him on uh, to visit just a little bit about kind of you know, their thoughts here over this last 30 days and getting through State Fair and Exarban that just wrapped up, you know, maybe some things to look forward to for next year that they've got in the works already, because I know that they're already planning. We're excited to be sitting down with Vaughn Sievers, a part of the Nebraska State Fair and Exarban Stock Show livestock team. And Vaughn, just go ahead and share a little bit about yourself and how you got here and um, just a little bit about your background. Sure. Thanks, Ralston. I uh, I appreciate the opportunity to come on here today. Uh, just a little bit about myself. So uh, I grew up in uh, northeast Nebraska. I grew up in a livestock showing family, um, several generations. Both my uh, my mom's side and my dad's side, they both showed cattle. I had the opportunity to be born into a family that loved and showing cattle and that was competitive as well. So I'm always thankful that God put me in that spot. Had a little bit of stint. We were in, uh, we lived in Texas for a little bit. My father, he uh, he was a herdsman for a Kenya operation in the late 70s, early 80s. And then we moved to Texas. Actually, my first show was in New Mexico. Wow. Moved back to uh, northeast Nebraska, and that's pretty much uh, where I grew up most of my life. Um, I was also homeschooled. I have two other siblings that are uh, that are both younger than me. They both went to school. My passion's always been showing cattle, uh, so had the opportunity to be homeschooled so I could work on my cattle and then yep. do homework uh, during the heat of the day. Yeah, so I'm thankful for that. 
No, that's awesome. <clears throat> it's fun. Jefferson and I visited about, you know, the best classrooms or the barns most of the time, or maybe not sitting at a desk, but the opportunity to get your hands dirty and to really just have that learning experience yourself, whether it's brushing or blowing or working cattle or fixing fence. Some of those are the best lessons. Oh, most definitely. And that's why we talked about that in the reception too. Just the things that showing livestock teaches youth. Um, I love this industry. That's, uh, and I'm so very thankful to be in this role here today because I get the opportunity to be part of it still with the youth that are growing up and to give back a little bit too. This is my, that's my roots is showing cattle and, and or showing livestock. And I appreciate all species. So mm-hmm. after, uh, after I was homeschooled, I ended up going to Northeast college. Yeah. And, uh, once I, I did a two year stint there and then, uh, I worked in a hog confinement for a couple of years and just because I didn't feel like it could handle a, um, a four-year college. Yeah. And uh, once I was in the, that barn for two years, I figured I can do anything. So mm-hmm. I went back to yeah. uh, four-year college. So uh, I did get my four-year degree, or I do have my bachelor's degree. And uh, after that, I went to work for Sullivan Supply for a couple of years. And then uh, I got into the feed business. So I, I've been selling feed for about 15 years with ADM and with a co-op there for a few few years as well. Yeah. So, Well, very good. Very diverse and very just hands-on education and experience driven. So we love to hear that. And I think that's a great segue. And we've kind of, you've come off of a really busy last 30 to 60 to probably 90 days or just a year at that. And so let's just go ahead and recap what has the Nebraska State Fair and the Exarban Stock Show here in Grand Island been like from your side, and what are some things that have really helped it be a successful year for you? Sure. The first thing when you say success and what's made it success is the people. So the ag team here, I can't say enough, and I'm so thankful for them and and exhibitors uh, that it looks so easy when you come here to the show and just think it's just a small portion, but there's so much and we're already starting planning before you got here, Alston, I was just going through a list of what, what went well and what needs worked on to improve for next year. So, and that team really is the core is Amy Kelly being our livestock equine uh, manager. And then, uh, Courtney Lingeman is our competitive exhibits, which is our cookies and quilts. And then mm-hmm. Jackie stepped up this year as an interim for uh, Exarban Stock Show Manager as well. So that that's our core team, them three. And then they also work really hard to find superintendents uh, that also build teams underneath yeah. them. So it's it's a uh, it's a tier of great people and great events happen because there's great people behind scenes making things happen and. I'm so thankful that we have such a great team here that works well together, that has ideas, that want to see things improve, looking towards the future. I feel like both events went went good this year, and we've yeah. had several compliments, but we have room. We we always have to get keep getting better. Yeah. If you stop, then that's where things end, and we're pro- we probably beat ourselves up in certain areas because we want to be as as good as we can be, and yeah. I don't think that's ever going to end here as long as our team is here. Yeah, no, that's exciting. And um, I love that you say you're always striving to be better, right? Because I think it can metaphorically go with just the livestock industry and as whole as, you know, we're supporting people, but at the end of the day, we're all pushing each other to be the best we can be. So whether you're my best friend and we go in the ring, but you're my top competitor too at the end of the day. So uh, I think that's pretty cool that you guys are always striving for the next thing. And, um, 
you know, is there any key moments that kind of stick out from this last year where you're like, okay, I know, I know that we've, we've made it to a point where we can do the next best thing even. I think it really starts here in this office. And when you asked me that question, our top leadership has changed with uh, Jamie Parr coming in as Mm -hmm. our executive director and she deserves a lot of credit. She does an awesome job of bringing people together. Um, it hasn't always been the easiest up in with in our office, and I, I really think that she's changed uh, our the atmosphere here, and uh, I really truly believe that things are going in the right direction. She's a great leader, so it really starts with her. Yeah. When she came on and she was offered the job, and 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 she said challenges and that she's overcome, and uh, I think she's doing a great job in that role. Yeah, that's awesome, and. I know as an exhibitor and as a vendor too, we're excited to be partners with the Nebraska State Fair and with the Exarban Stock Show and just your ag team, really. Um, it's always fun to work with you guys and provide new opportunities for this, just the state of Nebraska, really. And I guess we all know that there are some changes to the State Fair schedule or Exarban schedule to try to make it better. Um, I guess what were a few of those and maybe what are some more things you're evaluating moving forward to that your exhibitors could look forward to. Sure. Uh, so I just want to say thank you for being a vendor here and yeah. providing the service that you do because you guys go above and beyond of just what a, a feed provider uh, can do. I mean, if we just have someone here just wanting to sell a bag of feed, that's one thing, but you guys go another level where you're providing uh, education, which is part of our vision and, and mission statement is uh, at youth and education and you're helping us with that you're providing educational experiences and you have people out there to answer questions um if if people are coming up and asking questions which they do and this year he stepped up and helped us provide more education on that first friday of uh fitting and showing and, and we really appreciate our partnership and you guys do a great job and you're becoming a bigger part of the nebraska state fair so thank you for everything that you do um I got sidetracked on that. So the no, second part right. of that question was. You know, it just, uh, well, we sure appreciate your partnership. And I think that's truly what Allied Nutrition is all about is building partners. And so we're excited to support, you know, Nebraska is one of the number one industry is agriculture. So we're happy to be here and happy to see the growth and the excitement around the events here in Grand Island. Um, so I guess moving forward, just a question of what are some things that maybe are changing or growing or that you're always evaluating to. Sure. So one big area is our equine area. Yeah. So uh, we have new leadership in that area with uh, Sarah Casera uh, yeah. being our leader there. And uh, just starting that, I'm really excited to see uh, working with her, what that produces in the future. Uh, we've done a few things differently down there. And uh, I, or when I say down there, I said uh, the Grand District yeah. in the equine area. Um, she has some cool ideas that. I'm excited to see what happens with them and to talk more with her about yeah. that. And that's a, that's an area that I'm really excited about for the future. Um, on the livestock side of things, we're always wanting to get better as far as yeah. efficiency, loading in, loading out, providing a better uh, exhibitor experience. So we're always talking about them things. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And I think it's always good to have those conversations and just being open-minded too. Um, it's pretty neat. I can just see that your team is very much so always open-minded or striving to, to be better and innovative. 
Yeah. And another cool thing is just raising the premiums, having yeah. the opportunity. Yep. That's the most money that the Nebraska State Fair's paid out for the champion market yep. animals anyway, uh, ever. So that that's a pretty cool big step that we yeah. had this year. That is very exciting. And the stock trailer too that was yes. given away. Yes. Um, that is very exciting just to see. So if anybody out there in the uh, podcast world wants to step up and maybe uh, sponsor a few more of them, we'd be happy to take them on. We're hoping to get more in the future. So yeah, yeah prizes like that, just making, yeah, just stepping things up and, and giving more out. Exarbon too, uh, we're in the process of talking about how can we make things better as far as uh, what we pay out for champions, potential prizes. I feel like, or Amy helped us like with the judging contest prizes, yeah. and I don't know if you're at the judging contest I this was not year. able to make it this year, but it's I heard pre- good things. Yes. Pretty cool stuff that they gave out. So yeah. I know they invested some extra time and made sure that we tried to do better for the judging contest. So Melina does an awesome job with that, and I know Kelsey brought her on last year and thankful yeah. for her and, and the time and effort, and that's a pretty big task to to pull that many people together yes. and really appreciate what she does. Also with our with our other superintendents, I'm gonna move into Exarbon yeah, a little bit. Do. It's pretty fresh on my mind just because it's yeah. just a few days ago we we're just tearing down. Extremely thankful for all them teams. We they don't get paid anything. They all do it to volunteer. And we have our, our uh, goat team. They all come from Colorado. Clancy uh, was head. She was one of the head livestock people at the National Western for several years. Okay. She brings a team out. Very thankful for what she does. Justin Nathan helps us with the lambs. He brought a team out. This is the first year that he did the lamb show. Yeah. Uh, did a great job. Things ran smooth. Heard lots of positive comments. Uh, Benny Moat with uh, or, uh, with uh, with the hogs. This is yeah. his third year and. He's put a great team together and things run so smooth with him and comments have been made within my team uh, with him running that. We know when he gets here, as long as we get him the things that he needs to do it, he's going to get it done. And we know that we can just step away and maybe focus on some of the bigger needs and he just he gets it done. Uh, Kent Schlake and the beef side too also stepped up a new person this year put a great team together I feel like that show went extremely smooth he had some new ideas this year like moving the scale and shoot inside more of the flow of in and out just little things that make such huge differences when you're when you're showing and um and exhibitor experiences as well so we tried them this year we had some good feedback and uh yeah, I'm excited what the future brings with all four of them superintendents. Uh, also, we have a new broiler superintendent, and she uh, stepped up in a short amount of time but did an awesome job as well. So, yeah, the people that we have uh, for State Fair and Exarban are, I'd put them up against anybody, and especially our core team. I, I'm pretty proud of all of them. I, I know if I step back from my role, they could happen. So it's a great group of people. Yeah, I know that's – it's pretty almost like goosebump chill moments just talking about the people involved here in Nebraska. And um, we say all the time, you know, it's a people's business. It's not what you buy, it's who you buy from, right? And so um, just the educational side and the experiences you can offer. We talk about there can only be one champion at the end of the day. So how can you make sure that everyone that steps foot on this ground can can leave feeling like a champion, right? So and feeling like they got that grand slap just from the friends they met and the moments that they had and that's pretty neat for yeah sure. certainly yeah it's more than just champions too yeah. you're right we gave an award away this year during exarban on a very uh, very special person mm-hmm. um mike palace and uh we're gonna wear that traveling trophy that's right behind you there yeah. and that's based on just an individual that they select that 
that uh, just shows values as far as character and sportsmanship and hard work and with with his past of uh working with the kids at Boys Town we're just he's such a special person in that yeah. way that they wanted to do this and uh, we just started that this year so look forward to doing that award in the future and you're right there's just so much more just the relationships yeah. uh, the things you learn from just showing livestock in general or I would put up against anything out there the, this game is really neat like I've said to several people sports you have to work hard and yeah. if you love it you're going to work really hard at it but animals you don't get many breaks yeah. if you take a day off you might as well just turn them out because yeah. one day will make all that difference so and I told several too I and mean, when when I was showing too I was uh I was challenged that my my mm -hmm. grandpa wanted to go fishing a few times he asked me to go and my dad always said well you need to choose fishing or yep. turn your calves out so <laughs> yeah. so I understand what it takes and it's pretty cool that these kids they get the ones that get this far or make it here mm -hmm. you know they've put in the time and effort yeah I that you said it very well you know it's 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 a sport and it's a game and you choose choose how hard you want to play and how hard you want to practice and if they if they make it to this end of the fall run you know they're they mean business right so um I think as we talk about you know we just got done with Exarbin you're kind of reflecting and moving forward on new things even this episode was kind of our first pro form edition and we're really excited for the juniors and families that are listening to be concluding this show season, but also starting a new one too. So I guess, would you have any words of advice or anything to share with families as they're picking out new stock or they're kind of evaluating their goals for this next, this next show year? Sure. There's lots of people out there willing to help. That's what's really yeah. neat about this business as well as there's tons of breeders and the people raising them, they want to help their, mm -hmm. their people. And that's part of the service too. You know, if you're raising livestock, you have to provide that service because someone else is going to, and they want to see kids succeed. Yeah. They're not raising cattle just to show, sell show cattle or show yeah. lambs or show pigs or uh, that season is going to come up next spring too. Um, they want to see kids kids succeed yep. and they know it's it's a lot more than just the animals and you hear it from several judges is we're using these animals to develop kids and yep. I truly believe in that yep. so I, I would just encourage whoever you're working with who you're buying from just continue never be shy don't stop asking questions um, and even for our shows too I mean if you if you have concern or, or even positive things, we mm -hmm. love to hear positive. Yes. Sometimes uh, some people just love to tell all the negative and yep. it's good to hear positive too. Um, but if we, we have open ears too, we, if we want to hear feedback, we want to know what people are thinking too, because we can't change. We can't improve without people talking to us about it. Yeah, no, I think that's, that's a great point you bring up of just, communication right a clear communication and asking for help asking questions to learn and to educate and um, to even just reflect on our failures and be able to cheer on the successes right so that's pretty cool and I just thank you Vaughn for the the time that we get to visit and just chat and debrief the season and kind of get ready for a new exciting one but um, if you have do you have any final thoughts or words that you'd love to share with our listeners I, I don't. I just want to say thank you for having yeah. me on. And I, I think this is awesome that you're doing this podcast. And I'm a big fan and I listen to several podcasts. So I look forward to seeing your podcast grow. And uh, I will hear some uh, future ones in the, 
in the near future. So good luck. And I, I yeah, I'm sure it'll be great. So awesome. thanks again. Thank you so much, Vaughn. And we look forward to continuing to grow our partnership with your teams as well. Thank you. Thank you so much, Vaughn, for joining us for this episode of the Allied Advantage Proform Edition. We know that it's been a very exciting, crazy, kind of chaotic, wild ride this fall. But we have sure enjoyed our time being a part of the events at there in Grand Island here in central Nebraska and really supporting our team. And I know as one show season is winding down, we're just gearing up for the next next exciting one to start. Absolutely. And I know that we've got, you know, a lot of customers that are gearing up for sale season or maybe have already had some sales go on these past couple of weeks. Um, something that, you know, if you guys are a part or feeding our ProForm show feed line or a part of our Allied Nutrition family and are either hosting your own sale or a part of a sale, reach out to us. You know, we'd love to be able to highlight you, uh, share your story, and kind of help you guys promote your businesses. Um, we don't want to miss anybody. So, yeah. you know, send us a text, reach out to Ralston or I or your nearest rep. Uh, we'd love to, you know, kind of get the word out for you or help you spread yeah. the word because, um, like you said, your success is our success and we want to do the best we can for you. Yeah, exactly. We're here to be your partner in production and success, whether it's at the barn and the show ring, back home in the pasture. We want to be here for the whole ride. So thank you for joining us for our first episode of the Allied Advantage Pro Form Edition. And we look forward for the crazier things that are here upcoming later in this fall and into the winter seasons. We'll see you soon. Thank you for joining us on the Allied Advantage, brought to you by Allied Nutrition. Tune in every second and fourth Thursday of the month and stay up to date with your partner in production and success. The Allied Advantage.